0: Support Dear Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. Support for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Newsbreak. When you download the Newsbreak app directly from the link that we've left you in the description, it directly supports Deer Pats Nation. There are no hidden fees. This app and all its features are 100% free. You can watch all the Deer Pats Nation content and stay up to date with all of your local news for free. So support Dear Pats Nation by downloading the free Newsbreak app with the link that we've left in the description.
1: Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. and we're
0: back. Yes, we are. What's going on everybody? It's your boy Ray I'm with my boy Connor and welcome to the Dear Pat's Nation Podcast. Here on this Monday, August 2nd, second day back from vacation, feeling great, feeling wild as we want to hear and talk about Patriots camp but Connor before we start we got to start it off with a super chat that came in before the show even started our boy King Cato 21 also known as Joe says yeah, gonna buddy. miss the show tonight but wanted to support what was up with Folk? heard he had a short leg today and Ray any concerns with the O-line depth Connor I'll let you start with Nick Folk.
1: I haven't heard anything today. I haven't heard a single thing. I don't did they did they play today? I think Nick Folk was probably fine, unless maybe like he injured his leg and his his leg became shorter. Um, other than that, I haven't heard anything about Nick Folk.
0: That's Connor paying attention. All the news coming out of Patriotsville right now. Um, yes. As for my question, am I concerned with the offensive depth? Uh, A little bit, but not as much as I would say back in 2019. I still think they have a little bit of offensive line depth, uh, especially when you got guys like Ted Karras who are still in the field. I I think he's still out on the COVID protocol right now or something of that nature. Uh, But besides that, no, I feel pretty good about it. I think they got a couple of young guys back there. Uh, I'm always concerned about offensive line depth, but the Patriots seem to have a pretty solid core of guys who can kind of move around. Uh, So not, Super concerned about the line depth at this period of time.
1: And thank you, forward,
0: Joe. Thank you. And going forward, Connor will Connor will uh, take care of all these super chats. Uh Connor, man. So let's let's get into it right here. I guess what I had planned for the show since Joe tried to hijack it three minutes in. I
1: know. Throwing, uh, throwing jabs at Nick Folk already.
0: <laughs> I saw Nick Folk making the rookie uh pull around all the equipment today during kicking drills and stuff
1: nice rightfully so that he should be serving he should be serving as uh nick Folk's assistant right now getting him coffee making him yep. some tea
0: deep tissue massage whatever he wants whatever he needs how weird would that be though if the rookie kicker was giving nick Folk a, a, a deep tissue massage <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, that's really up to Nick Folk. I mean, I'm sure he should be able to find somebody better within the organization for, you know, the massage. But if if that's what they want, man, it's it's Nick Folk's world. We're just living in it.
0: At which point did the Nick Folk joke in bit turn into serious for you?
1: Probably after, like, the second game-winning field goal. Which one was it? Was it versus Arizona, the Cardinals? Yes, I mean that it was, was the, the second one. There was the Jets, right? And then it started to be like, oh my goodness, Nick Folk, let's go. And then he hit another one. I was like, all right, I'm on the Nick Folk bandwagon, 100%. So for the people who want to know, how much of this
0: Nick Folk jargon, like we're it's Nick Folk's world and we're just living in it, how much of that
1: is real and how much of that is a bit? Um. real, 20% bit at this point. I really do think Nick Folk was phenomenal last year.
0: No, I know you do, but I think there's people out there that think it's opposite. 80% bit, 20% real. And I just, I want it to blow their mind that this is, this is not a Connor bit like this. It's just amplified a little bit, but he really does love Nick Folk.
1: He's fantastic. Game winning field goals, you know, game on the line. He hits him. He hits them all guys money.
0: How guilty do you feel that last year at this time you and I were talking about as long as they can keep, you know, 30 yards, we felt comfortable. It was pretty bad, yeah. We we didn't like him at 40. I mean, we probably trashed Nick Folk more than we trashed Cam Newton this offseason. How bad do you feel about that?
1: Pretty bad, man. I've written him several letters of apology. Uh, He hasn't responded. I've left, you know, my home phone, my pager at the bottom, but nothing from Nick Folk. Have you attempted to call him at Gillette Stadium during practice? Uh, no, but I certainly will. I mean, I, I tried to get in touch with Bill. I probably would have had Bill Belichick relay the message, but he didn't pick up the phone either for whatever reason. It's probably busy.
0: So you think it's busy time of year for them?
1: Uh, right now. Yeah. But I mean, Bill kind of has no excuses. Cause I feel like I called him like three months ago.
0: Yeah. We called him about a month ago.
1: Yeah. He did not pick up.
0: He did no. he, nobody at Gillette picked up for us.
1: No, it's bad. We
0: called, we called a lot of different offices associated with the Patriots.
1: Very poor customer service over there.
0: What was the point of us calling again? Weren't we interested and we wanted? To, we thought Bill Belichick would just give us answers. We said, "Yeah, we were going to call with a customer complaint and say we wanted answers for last season."
1: Yep, uh, we were going to talk to Bill and see what he had to say, but
0: find out what he's going to do for us to make this right.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: I don't know how we went down that road, but it turned into a good bit.
1: Touche. Yeah, we got to call him again. See if we can get him on the phone. Can't give well, up like, so
0: easy. <laughs> well, like you said, it's a busy time for Belichick. It's a busy time for us, too. That's true. Got to keep up with all this Patriots news that's going on. And this came out from Alex Barth today saying, Bill Belichick started out his morning by saying, the Patriots practice will start changing in length and intensity this week. Nice. Uh, to me, Like, there's not a whole lot that we can really get into and deep dive on the intensity of practice picking up. But this is really a let's go moment for me, right? Like it's we're, we're getting closer and closer to football starting. Has this been in your eyes? And maybe it's because it's your first off season, like true off season from start to finish as a, a podcaster that has to come on every day and talk about the New England Patriots. But has this been the longest off season you can remember?
1: Yes, I mean, I feel like last off season was like there were so many other things going on, obviously with COVID and everything. So it 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 definitely felt long, but it was different. This it's been like the biggest waiting game, all going all the way back to like when it was February and we were just talking about the draft relentlessly. Then the draft finally happened, and it was like, oh my goodness, we're light years away from anything else happening. And now it's like it's still going pretty slow, but. I know it's about to speed up real fast, but yeah, it's been the longest off season of my life.
0: Yeah, and that's the way it felt for me too. And again, I think a little bit. I th- look, the off season is all. I always say that the NFL season is the shortest season in the world, yeah. the shortest season in sports, and the longest off season in sports. Uh, but this year, in particular, and I think a lot of it was because you and I were trying to come up with content on a daily basis, and yeah, we just start we just start coming up with content like in January. We're not right. used to that. It's like bad. usually. It's, End of January, we kind of was stopped. There wasn't even playoffs to talk about. And, yeah, I mean, first we were waiting for free agency to start, and we were talking about Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry and Corey Davis. And, yep. uh, we never talked about Matt Judon, but, you know, we never talked about Davin Gotcha or Jalen Mills. Uh, you talked about Nelson Aguilar, and it's, you know, we were talking about all these different things. I mean, and then the quarterback conversations, the Patriots – trade for Gardner Minshew? Do they try to get uh, Nick Foles? Do they try to get Mitch Trubisky? I mean, we threw so many names on the table at quarterback. Uh, We talked about, you know, whether Cam Newton should come back or not. And then, yeah, and then free agency comes. We have really, I would say, two, three really solid days of just fun things to talk about because of all the different moves that come in. And then it was, all right, let's turn to the draft now. And then it was a long wait for the draft. Then the draft happens. We talk about those players and, oh, then it's the wait. Then there's yes. nothing. And
1: May, then, June, and July.
0: Then, and then as soon as minicamp was finished, you had a month of nothing. And it was just manufacturing topics on a daily basis. And it was very long, but intensity and practice is picking up. Hits are coming. Henry Anderson uh, got injured today. Uh, which is we'll have to keep an eye on. As I've been saying, and I got this from our boy Lawrence over on Coltslaw and he comes on here for Patriots Outsider, Henry Anderson could be the most underrated signing of the Patriots this season. He's so good off the edge, stopping the run. Uh, so this isn't just some nobody being injured, and there's so many guys that are competing for spots in that front seven. I think that right. every injury you have can cause a lot of issues for you.
1: Right. Yeah, no, that that is going to be tough, man, because obviously that's one of the biggest things that they need is somebody who can stop the run like that. So for for him to be injured, it's going to be tough. But thankfully, they drafted Christian Barmore and they signed Devin Gotcha. So they went from like having nobody to being pretty stacked on the line, which is, is fantastic. But it's crazy because last year it was pathetic up the middle. I mean, any running back could run for 100 yards versus the Patriots last year.
0: All right, I want to take a really quick second here for you guys to hear a little bit more about our partners and our employers over at Newsbreak. Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the Newsbreak team. And when you download the free Newsbreak app from the link that we left in the description, it directly supports Deer Patch Nation. So you can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news for free by downloading the Newsbreak app with the link we provided you in the description. All right, Connor. I want to move off of the Patriots for just a second here, and I want to talk about this guy, uh, Lance the Spoken. Uh, I believe okay. that he has a he's the host of the Spoken podcast or the Spoken Pod. It's a YouTube channel and podcast that, that's dying. Okay, uh, very much like ours.
1: Nice, very, very nice. much like
0: ours. Uh, but this guy has a super session with Tom Brady.
1: Okay, and nice.
0: for no reason whatsoever today, he wrote Tom Brady has a completion percentage less than 60% in four of his last five playoff games. Tom Brady has thrown less than 210 yards in three of his last five playoff games. Tom Brady has seven interceptions in his last seven playoff (coughs) games. Tom Brady has had less than 93 quarterback rating in five of his last seven playoff games. One important stat that lance the spoken word uh should have pointed out there was tom brady has two championships in his last seven playoff games but you know let's look yes. the obvious this is a uh believe it or not a kansas city chiefs fan
1: okay that's shocking
0: how much do the new england patriots in kansas in kansas city like how much do the patriots and tom brady live in the heads of kansas city chiefs fans
1: A lot, a lot, especially now after last year when he went to the Buccaneers and then beat them on the Bucs. It has to make them that much more upset. But the Chiefs uh, have always been like the new version in the second version of the dynasty, kind of how like the Colts were, where the Patriots played the Colts a lot and always beat them. And then it became the Chiefs where the Patriots played the Chiefs in the AFC championship or in the AFC playoffs and always beat them. I mean, Andy Reid has kind of always gotten beaten up by Bill Belichick when they played him, just kind of like, for the most part, Tony Dungy and Peyton Manning did. And it it seems like these people just can't live it down.
0: It really is. Like, it's just um, – I don't know if it's an inferiority inferiority – Complex that they have, if it's the Brady syndrome, if it's the one year dynasty syndrome. Yeah. You know, it's always amazing. I think people have watched the Patriots and even the teams before the Patriots, the Cowboys. The Steelers for a little bit there. San Francisco, obviously, in the 80s, you know, in every generation. It's like they've seen dynasties. They've seen the greatest dynasty. Well, basically, two of the greatest dynasties in the last 20 years coming from the same coach quarterback combination. And I think that they're like your team wins a championship or gets good. And you're so desperate for a dynasty, not realizing that these things just don't happen. Yeah. yeah, like this isn't just something that you can pull out of your hat and just make happen. I don't know. It's just – this guy said something about Tom Brady before comparing his stats to Patrick Mahomes, and I was like, all right, we'll do Super Bowl rings too. It was one of those tweets that kind of blew up for me.
1: Yeah, um, I I don't think the Chiefs are ever going to reach even close to what the Patriots have accomplished over 20 years, obviously, but I don't think they're really going to get to the point where they even have like one full dynasty, like the Patriots won the Super Bowl three times in a very short period of time twice. I think Patrick Mahomes probably gets another Super Bowl ring at some point, not necessarily this year, next year or whatever, but I don't see him even coming close to what the Patriots, him or the Chiefs coming close to what the Patriots have done. So we are going to get to our
0: Patreon comments here in just a second, but I need to start with something I saw a couple days ago. I tried to get into the show last night, but we ran out of time, and I had to talk to you about this, okay? All right. Uh, So NBC News put this out two days ago and said, A jaguar at a Florida zoo injures a man after he climbed over a barrier and moved too close to the animal's enclosure. Oh, okay. Explain to me, Connor. So you're at the zoo. Yep. First of all, what are you doing drinking at the zoo?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a, that's an odd place to, to do it, but Hey, you know, teach their own.
0: Well, like, I just feel like the zoo is one of those. And I mean, I have to assume, I, I, it doesn't say that he's drunk, but I have to assume that he was drunk. No,
1: I would hope that he's on something even stronger because I think even if I was drunk, I still wouldn't do that at the zoo.
0: Like what the, what would go, I'm trying not to swear for the podcast right now, but what would go and give somebody the. What would drive somebody to do something this stupid? That's Drugs. What
1: That's what I think. That's what I think. This guy. This guy spent on something, man. Like you. You like a normal person doesn't just jump over a barrier to get in a cage with a jaguar.
0: So the guy took some methamphetamines.
1: Maybe. Over the yeah. barrier,
0: over it out he goes. Yep. I don't know, man. I just, I read this and I just sat there, just like dumbfounded by by it all. Right. And I, I saw one of the greatest responses in the world. And I wish I wouldn't have just deleted the tweet because I could have read it. But it was something along the lines of, it needs to be remained to Florida man is an idiot and <laughs> got in the face of a Jaguar and got what he deserved.
1: So, yeah, that, that I didn't, I don't know if you even said it, but yeah, I, I, it, that's Florida without knowing it's Florida. It did
0: say Florida, but if they left
1: it out. I would have known, yeah.
0: And I said to you, tell me you're from Florida. Without telling me you're from Florida, you probably would have given that story.
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I would have guessed that that was Florida or Oklahoma.
0: Why do they do stupid things in Oklahoma?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's where the Tiger King originated, you know, that type oh, yeah, of stuff. yeah, the, the I Tiger think King. Yeah. Your, uh, your pal, uh, Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, who wanted $300 to do our intro for us. I, I know. She, she's she's got a she's got a lot going on there she's got some rich blood all of a sudden so
0: we're gonna get into the patreon questions for a while but i gotta do a little bit of flexing about my home country of canada connor nice let's do it first of all in the semifinals finals of the olympics today the women's so- national soccer team which is a big deal
1: canada knocked
0: out the u.s nice the u.s are now playing for the bronze medal and canada is playing what? for the gold
1: i will be rooting for canada
0: Thank you. I think we're playing Australia, too, so that's even better.
1: Oh, that's that's tough, because i got to root for Rhino as well.
0: No, 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 no. Don't Canada even, don't first. Know. Canada first. Canada first. It might be Sweden. I don't know who won their game. Okay. Uh, but then this came out today, and this one actually shocked me. Actually, came out yesterday, but I didn't see it today. But this one actually shocked me. This is from Andrew Babik Borze, MD. So it's a doctor. Nice. Right? Breaking. Canada is officially the world leader in fully vaccinated nice major kudos to all the community and frontline workers who made this happen at a rate that's peerless
1: so is that bit? what's that like the percentage like based on percentage of like, yeah
0: yeah yeah per capita type of thing nice but you,
1: canada has a small population i never knew that
0: yeah we're like 35 million
1: right i never knew that
0: however we started our vaccine program months after most of the world started their vaccine program.
1: Oh yeah, way we, we talked about that before, way behind like when America started doing it. We
0: couldn't get vaccines here.
1: Right, I remember that.
0: Like our frontliners, I think we got some like and like something like 5% of our, all our frontliners across the country that worked in the hospitals got their first vaccine. Right now we've got like what now they're like now where i think i know in ontario where i had over 9 million we're at like over 80 percent now or have at least one vax or like no 80 percent we're at 70 70 something percent fully vaxed in my province and like something like 80 percent with a single vax
1: that's good man that the the new whatever the thing's called delta variant is uh bad i guess yeah it is and
0: i don't want to get into all the science behind that but um the good news is is we're finally starting. We're in stage three of our reopening now. And we're now two weeks away for the first time since March of 2020 of being fully reopened and have a full go. Where right. No restrictions. The only restrictions that they are not lifting are masks. Yeah. And that's basically for the Delta. And I've seen in the States now they're they're imposing, uh, like Louisiana just imposed one today or something like that too. But uh
1: Yeah. And, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Massachusetts isn't far behind. I guess I don't know. I got some email from my work there. That I, that's the only time I see what's going on. To be ready
0: that they might be imposing them soon.
1: Something like that. Yeah, something like that. He said.
0: Yeah. So they're not lifting them. So the, the only difference is they've never like we're now going where we're now going to be where you guys were like when did you guys reopen June
1: um june but i've been back at work since june of last year oh no a bunch of people been back
0: at work but i mean we're now into a like all covid restrictions lifted type of thing minus yeah i would
1: i would say june yeah i would say june
0: yeah so the toronto blue jays came back this weekend they just the fall the weekend the past weekend they they had their first game in toronto in two years nice uh toronto fc two weeks ago played their first game in over like something like 18 months or that was february of 2020 since they'd played in toronto So, yeah, we're going to be a free will reopening, no restrictions, like no capacity limits or anything of that nature. It was really weird. Like I went to the grocery store today and I haven't been to the grocery store since we went into stage three. Yeah. And prior to stage three, like there used to be a thing where we had to line up to to pay and then they would like assign you to a different cashier type of thing. We had to line up outside. Today was the first time in, well, over like over a year that I was able just to walk into the grocery store. Get my stuff, go pick the cashier I wanted to line up at. I didn't know what to do. I was a little weirded out. I went all the way around to go to the lineup, and there was no lineup. So it was. It was strange. It was just. Do I'm, you
1: guys do it your like check out yourself now? That's a huge thing here, I guess. Yeah, we've been had that for years to self checkout, but we got yeah. both.
0: When I have a lot, like I had today, I don't like to do self checkout because it takes too long. But if I have a few things, I just, I do self checkout. But yeah, um, it's weird. I I gotta ask you, how did it feel for you? Because for me, and maybe it's because it's been so much longer for us, but I'm having a tough time adapting to being normal again.
1: Yeah, for for me, I, I mean i've been doing it for since like last june you know what i mean i was already back at work i had people walking in the door like it wasn't that different so it seems like it's already been doing it for like a long time but i don't know it it, i've been doing the same same crap for like a year now
0: all right guys we're going to tell you about our patreon channel and then we're going to get to our patreon comments here in one second yep we want to thank all of the Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club members on Patreon. For only five dollars a month, you get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday to Thursday, access to the live recording of the Deer Patch Nation podcast, and an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on screen. We don't have any tiers. It's only five dollars a month. So come check out the Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club at patreon.com/slash DPN Sports. We've left the link in the description. Before I get to these uh, comments here for the Patreon comments, I do want to just address the whole vaccine thing before people start calling me a sheep. Yep. Uh, Just And and Connor knows this. My take on the vaccine is is I'm vaccinated because I chose to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, like Connor, it's because he chose not to be vaccinated. That was his choice. It was my choice to be vaccinated. It was his choice not to be vaccinated.
1: Well, I'll, pro- I'll probably get it. I'm just okay. so lazy.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, for whatever reason, right yeah. now you're not, right? right? And that's your choice not to be vaccinated. It's my choice to be vaccinated. And that's where I stand on the vaccination argument.
1: Yes. Before everyone, everyone's going to go crazy one way or the other.
0: Yes. I, I don't care. If you go, right. listen, a healthcare professional explained it to me you get the vaccine to protect you, you right. wear the masks to protect others. Yep. I chose to get the vaccine to protect me. I don't really care what you do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: So I just wanted to get ahead of it because I don't want this to turn into a political thing. We were just, I was more talking about we're opening up here. It's been since March 2020 since I didn't have to line up to go to the grocery store. So, like, I'm just, I'm adapting to our movie theaters just opened. And as in two weeks, there's going to be full bald parks and full everything. And that's just, it's different. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just,
1: Good for the Blue Jays too, man. They have been home for so long. That must suck for them. Like their families probably all obviously live in like the Toronto area, I would imagine. And they're playing somewhere like in the middle of Florida.
0: If you judge by the Toronto Blue Jays and the Toronto FC, the Toronto like the soccer team, if you judge by their tweets before they came back to Toronto, I've never seen that much excitement for right. like coming from player Twitter accounts. Like they're just excited to get home and
1: I mean they're I living out of
0: they're living out of hotel rooms, out of suitcases. It's basically right.
1: Yeah, that's that sucks. That sucks, especially if you have kids who are like in school or whatever and they can't travel with you. Like, yeah, absolutely. Awful.
0: So, welcome home, Toronto. And yes, uh, I'm good just for them guys. I'm excited, but I'm telling you, it's kind of weird for me adapting to normal life again because uh, my normal life has been COVID procedures since March of 2020. As right. Connor knows, here in Canada, I mean, we were in a full lockdown for over six months right like a full where only essential services were open so and you and i had had that discuss that conversation so it's it's just i'm starting to live as you guys are starting to put restrictions we're lifting restrictions
1: right <laughs>
0: i do have to break some bad news to everybody though and i will break it now all right judging by the news that's coming out it doesn't look like i'm going to be able to get to fenway park in september
1: you don't think so? What? What are they? Are they reclosing the border? Because I s- thought I saw something like the other day. Biden
0: that, does not want the border open.
1: That's what it was, right?
0: And frankly, with your guys' numbers rising and ours dropping so significantly, I don't think we want it open either, right? And with the Delta variant, and I can still get over the border in a way. Yep. But the hassle I have to deal with coming. back going there and coming back i have to isolate in both countries so in order for us to have our weekend in boston it would even if you
1: vaccinated, you still do
0: even fully vaxxed
1: yeah that sucks wow so
0: well at least coming back across the border right so it looks like we're gonna have to postpone meeting for the first time in person connor
1: yeah I Hopefully. mean, in the back of my mind, I like I knew things were going in the wrong direction. I saw something like this. This was a couple of days ago when he said that, right? Yes. like recently. Yeah, I yes. saw that yes. on Twitter, and he was like, "We're not ready to open the borders or something yet." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh boy." so i'm yeah. like we're in we're in august man i'm like we're getting close
0: well yeah and it's funny because you guys were the ones kind of mandating it and it's been a little bit of a joke here because we're right. watching your numbers skyrocket and we're watching ours really plummet and we're kind of like well, do you think we want it open you yeah you think it
1: was it would be the other way around yeah, like it would yeah. be in reverse
0: but I, again i think we're a little different here just because we've been in lockdown for so long like for us it's just like whatever Right. You know I mean? Like it's uh but yeah, it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Okay, buddy, we got four minutes left and we got three comments we gotta get to, and one is a book. All right, I'm ready. Uh, Don't forget, everybody who is a Patreon member on the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club, make sure you leave your comments. We will address it. And this Friday is the exclusive live stream for the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. You can come on the screen with us, just like Connor and I are, and we can have a great conversation, which most of you choose to do. Sometimes we got 10 guys on the screen talking with us. Uh, If you choose not to do that, you can very just watch it and join the chat. But Love Vibration Nation says... Guys, nice to see you back from vacation all fresh. Here's my hot take from what I saw when you were gone. Mac is going to be a great pro. Bill has built up an impressive roster. All the key players want to be Patriots, are embracing the Patriots' way without Brady. Cam has legitimately improved and looks healthy. Is he perfect? No. But neither is Lamar Jackson. He is a quarterback who can be part of the solution and not the problem, who at times will do hyper-athletic things during a game. These tight ends and receivers are the truth. Harris has the same look in his eyes as a young, hungry Adrian Peterson. The Boston media looks at the same piece of film and writes conflicting reports. Finally, kind of looks like BB might know what he's doing. If you told me one down year after Brady, then we can contend again. I would have gladly taken that scenario. Thank God Bill doesn't listen to the media or the fan base. This is why he is the best of all time. Go Pats, longest hot take in a world history.
1: You know what I have to say to that? I got a round of applause for Love Vibration Nation on that one. I think he hit the nail on the head on every single topic that he covered there. I completely agree with that statement. I give him an A+. Plus.
0: Judging by what we've seen today, and I know that Mac Jones had the better day at camp today, but in fairness, camp... Cam was working with the first team and Mac was working with the second team Yep, from the early days of camp, assuming that that carries over into the preseason and into the regular season, Connor, I've already told my wife, I am prepared to be dumping ice water on my head in my underwear in the backyard.
1: As of right now, and I said this last night, it's like you can only go on what you've seen. And it's like before, and they're like, oh, the Patriots aren't that good. They played weak opponents, like whatever. You can only judge off of what you're seeing. And what we're seeing, Cam Newton looks very good. So right now, if I had to say, I would say 100%. I mean, come week four, week five, whenever it is in early October, yeah, we we better start buying some ice water because he looks good so far.
0: And just for the people who are confused, over on Patreon, we have a bet with Patreon member Thomas, who's actually the next two comments. Nice. And we made an ice bucket challenge bet with him. He made it with us, actually. He did. That if Cam Newton wasn't good, come October, he would strip down to his undies and videotape himself dumping two bags of ice in water and a bucket of water over his head. Connor and I said, if Cam Newton proved to be good, we would strip down to our undies and do the exact same thing. And it looks like it's we're going to be cold weather October, dumping water over our heads in our undies.
1: Pray for warm weather. All right, let's get <laughs> to these
0: last couple of questions here because we are literally out of time. Uh, Thomas says, you guys look fresh, happy that your vacations were good. Glad to have the show back. Thank you, Thomas. And then he says, Thank you, sir. Cam seems to throw to Aguilar and Max seems to throw to Bourne a lot. Do you think it's good for a quarterback to have a favorite or should they be more neutral so that the defense is a little more confused on who's the target? I have an opinion on that, but I'll throw it to you first, Connor, and I'll finish it off.
1: I do too. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for them to have a favorite and have a guy, like a go-to guy. And and I'll s- explain it more in like the sense of like it's third down, like he wants a, he wants to go to a specific person, like he has complete faith in Nelson Aguilar. But to like you know completely retarget the same person over and over again, I don't think that's good. But I do like them to have somewhat of a favorite where it's like in crunch time, this is the guy who I would prefer to go to. But like to just deliberately target someone over and over again, not so much.
0: Uh, I think that every quarterback has to have their go-to. Brady had a couple of them. Obviously, Julian Edelman was one. Gronkowski was like that. Back in his early days, it was Deion Branch who was his go-to. That doesn't mean that they're not going to spread the ball around the field, but I think what it comes down to is in crunch time, when you need to get rid of the football and you're looking for somebody or you need to make a play, you're going to look for the guy that you have the most comfort with. If you go back to the AFC Championship game, well, the last AFC Championship game the Patriots played against the Kansas City Chiefs when they were in overtime and it was like third down. I think it was Tony Romo who came out and said, in this situation, you have to go to Rob Gronkowski. I know that he's not the same guy that he always has been, but in this situation, you have to go to your best receiver. You have to go to the guy you're the most familiar with. And that guy is Gronkowski. And I'm sure that Brady was hitting Gronk all over practice. I mean, I think even last year when they were in Tampa Bay, they showed him hitting him in training camp all the time. And I think that it's always going to be who you're comfortable with. Obviously, Mac Jones has just been feeding that ball to Bourne. Uh, But Cam Newton's been throwing it to Bourne as well. And when it comes to Aguilar, Connor kind of hit it on the head last night. I can't remember if it was on the podcast or on our news break video, but uh, he hit it on the head where... Cam Newton throws a tight ends and throws to deep receivers and yep. Aguilar is that deep receiver. And that's why he's getting to him. And in my opinion, Nelson Aguilar has been the breakout player of camp next to probably, um, the linebacker. What's his name? Um, what's been a few from what I've read, the Ohio state boy, uh, Anyways, his name's drawing a blank right now. Uh, but no, I, I I think it's fine. I think he's building rapport with them. I think we know who his go-to is going to be. I don't believe, though, that that's going to affect who he throws the football to. One of Cam Newton's issues last year was going through his progressions. He would get stuck on receivers. Uh, so I'm not concerned about it yet, but if I see him just trying to go to Aguilar over and over again, the way he was going to Julian Edelman over and over again, and then eventually Jacoby Myers over and over again, right. then it would become a concern to me. I hope that he goes through his progressions, but when you got Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, uh and kendrick Bourne, and jacoby myers who apparently has just been killing the middle of the field uh, i think there's lots of options i don't think that i i i'm happy he's got a guy he's comfortable with but i don't think it's going to become an issue by any means by the way uh we might have to talk about this tomorrow but hunter henry needs to pull up his socks and get it going soon
1: i haven't i haven't seen him why has he been doing bad he hasn't been doing great okay
0: W. smith has been phenomenal uh hunter henry has not had a good start to camp I'm going to write that down for my
1: fantasy football purposes. John o. Smith is the guy.
0: I try to always stay away from Patriots and fantasy. This way I can't be mad that's at the players. All right, Connor, that's all the time we have for today. Guys, don't forget, if you are a Patreon member, make sure you drop a comment. We will feature it here on the show. Even if we run out of time, we will extend it. That's in right. Order. And if you're watching this live and you came on late and you wanted to rewatch it, unfortunately, it's going to go unlisted in just a few minutes here. However, you can listen to the audio over on the uh, on a podcast as of tomorrow morning however if you want to watch the video it all costs you is five dollars a month over on our patreon channel uh connor just going to make clear with you that there's no super chats before i ask my final question to you
1: there are not
0: so with that being said connor tell me about those patriots
1: you're gonna be legit kid
0: we want to thank all of the Deer Pats Nation loyalty club members on Patreon for only $5 a month. You get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday to Thursday, access to the live recording of the Deer Pats Nation podcast and an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on screen. We don't have any tiers; It's only $5 a month. So come check out the Deer Pats Nation loyalty club at patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've left the link in the description for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Newsbreak. When you download the Newsbreak app directly from the link that we've left you in the description, it directly supports Deer Pats Nation. There are no hidden fees. This app and all its features are 100% free. You can watch all the Deer Pats Nation content and stay up to date with all of your local news for free. So support Dear Pats Nation by downloading the free Newsbreak app with the link that we've left in the description. Support Dear Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast.
1: The Blue Hotel The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker.
0: It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality. Theme-based with special guests. The blue Hotel Hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story.